This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> I'm just choking there. <laughs> Go on, sorry, mate. Wallace dips inside and hits. Oh, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's scored! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome, I'm James Mappin and this is the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. In this episode we'll be talking about the nil-nil draw in midweek against Portsmouth, uh, the game that nearly didn't happen, as well as the 2-0 win against Crew Alexandra. Um, our first back-to-back clean sheet since August, uh, which is climb up to eight. Uh, Sorry, up to seventh, uh, just outside the top six on goal difference. Uh, we'll also talk about Lee Gregory, Bailey Peacock, Farrell, uh, and also who out of those that are out of contract at the end of the season uh, that we'd sign new deals with. Uh, as always, it isn't just me. I'm also joined by Liam Russell. Uh, Liam, steady weekend or has it been a, been a heavy one? Yeah, it's been all right. To be fair, I was I was working Saturday night, so uh, a late one last night, but not too bad. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, we've had two games, both away. One win, one draw. I mean, uh, can't really grumble at that, can we, to be fair? No, not at all. Not at all, especially under the, the circumstances in the uh, the first game. Yeah, I mean, I'll jump straight into it. Portsmouth, for me, obviously the starting lineup: no Brennan, no Windass, no Dunkley. I mean, for me, Dunkley and Brennan were the, were the big shocks, you know, both, uh, both out injured. To be fair, going into that game, when I, when I heard that news, I mean, it was a rumour at first and I was thinking, you know, sometimes it's just like, just purely that, just rumours. But I was thinking, God, no, please don't, please don't say that. Like, it's the last thing that we need with the amount of um, players that we have we have had injured. And when obviously Team Sheet came out and that was confirmed and we had, what, Palmer, um, Johnson, who would come back in um, and, and Patterson in a, what, 
very much makeshift back three. No centre-backs. Well, no recognised centre-backs. I don't know about you, but in terms of expectation, I would just, I would, well, I were expecting a battering. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I just thought, God, how many could this be tonight? I think, yeah. <laughs> I, know, so I thought it was going to be a cricket score. <laughs> when, I mean. when we were messaging each other, and obviously there were the rumours, um, I messaged my dad, actually, and says, oh, this is a rumour. And then when it came in, I just messaged him saying, tonight could be a disaster. <laughs> that was I, I mean, Portsmouth, they're on a, a right run of form as well. They were probably the informed side in the division as well. I was just thinking, Christ, this is going to be, like I said, it's going to be an absolute nightmare on Sky as well. Just, yeah, just get us, you know, humiliated. But, I mean, credit where's credit's due. Yeah, we could, we could pick out, you know, the performance and say, you know, it we wasn't up to the standard that we that we'd shown in the recent weeks. But come on, you've got to like you've got to cut a little bit of slack when when we've got, you know, like I said, no defenders basically. Yeah, hundred percent. If you wanted to, you know, pick apart the performance and whatever else, there probably are some negatives you could bring up. But like you say, the form team going down there, not the best conditions again. Horrible weather. You know. And then obviously what happened throughout the game Obviously, weakened side, and then the red card. You know, we we did really well, I think, especially from from that point in the game as well. Yeah, I mean, on that team selection as well, another uh, eyebrow raiser, if you want to put it like that, is the fact that Corbiano didn't start again, and 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 Shadipo played. I mean, in my like team lineup that that I predicted, I did have Corbiano sitting out purely because I thought that the pitch was going to be awful. Um, obviously, they were. I don't know if you've seen the Portsmouth-Sunderland game. They were like a swimming pool. And I, we spoke about it on Friday as well. And I, I thought that that was perhaps, you know, not a game that Corbiano could play in, you know, in terms of if the, if the ball's holding up in the standing water and stuff like that. But I saw the pitch and the pitch looked immaculate. But, you know, Shadipo played and, again, he didn't really do anything, did he? No, he was... He just didn't... He flies to deceive. Yeah, him. yeah. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't make you think, oh, wow. Fair enough, he had that chance where he cut inside and Canberra blocked got, it. Got in the way. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know. And I don't really know. I can't decide who's better defensively either. Like, I think a few people have said to me they reckon Corbiano offers more defensively. But, I mean, I know, <clears throat> obviously, he's kind of covering both games. But people... The only like downside people going, oh, Corbianu's um and product's not there, he's got a few wayward crosses, da, 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 whatever. But so I don't know if in, in the bigger games that's why against maybe that the higher teams in the league he might not play him. He might prefer Shadipo, he might think he's a better option defensively. Yeah. That's all I can think. Yeah, it's just it's a strange one. But you know, look, it, you know, it, he didn't play him. Um, I said, I think it was, again, it was Shadipo's chance of uh, of showing that what he can do. Obviously, we've heard that Shadipo has knocked on Darren Moore's door, and is that is that why he's why he's playing? You know, Darren Moore's not really got much of a backbone anyway in terms of like tries to please please everyone. But you know, let's let's see. Obviously, he didn't play against Crew, and quite frankly, I'd, for me, even if the conditions are poor, I just play Corbiano moving uh, moving forward. I mean. Um, we did have a few chances though against against Portsmouth. It, it wasn't just all them. I mean, I know they came out of the blocks, and for the first fifteen twenty minutes, we were pretty much under the caution. I think we think we had much, you know, to answer for really. In terms, you know, we we got put under pressure, and 
I think throughout this the course of this season, when teams have put us under pressure, we have struggled uh, a little bit. But you know, we weathered the storm, and like I said we had we had two chances. I think both of them fell to well the only uh, only defender that we had on the pitch in Liam, <laughs> in Liam Palmer. Uh, probably like I said, the worst person that he could have could have fallen uh, fallen to. But I mean, I'm a, I'm a being a bit harsh. They, they were they weren't exactly clear cut chances, were they? They had to be fair. I can only remember the one, the one where his shoulder or it were kind of again the one that were behind like him, we'd yeah. blocked it off his own. Yeah. But I don't think he could do a lot with that because he was kind of already I think, in front of the ball, wasn't he? So I, I think he had a shot as well. I think the ball came out to him from a from a corner or a cross or whatever. It came. Oh yeah, and he, no, had, I do he, had, he had a that, shot yeah. and, it, and it just you know I think it went high high and wide or it didn't it didn't trouble the goalkeeper. I know I know that much. But I mean, in terms of goalkeepers. Bailey Peacock Farrell. I know at the start of the season we were like we fell in love with him. You know, a lone player that you know, like Ben Marshall and you know all all those others that have that have come and um, you know we've absolutely loved all the clean sheets and stuff. And then there's the whole Ipswich episode at Portman Road, the pantomime as people of people <laughs> call it. But to be fair, obviously we're going to crew as well, but like. In, against Portsmouth, he pretty much kept us in that oh, game, 100%. didn't he? Oh, 100%. I mean, there was that one, the early one, what he saved with his foot. There was one off, the one that I can remember, one off the line, one that, like, I don't know if it took a bit of a deflection, but it moved in air and he got it away. There were loads, weren't there? I think, I there, mean, I think, there, was probably, I think there was four or five good, like, good quality saves, which, uh, which if you'd have let any of them in, you wouldn't have really said it was his fault, to be fair. Which I think we were talking about that the other week, weren't we? Where we were saying that he pulls some absolute worldies off. And I were thinking in the back of my mind, which is which is wrong, I suppose. I was thinking, where's this clanger? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's made all these quality saves. I was just I was just thinking, you know what, he's just gonna he's just gonna let one through his legs or he's gonna miss one or or whatever. But he didn't, did he? Didn't no, he? and like I say, obviously, there was the free kick against Wickham. I wouldn't class it as a clanger. So, you know, it's not it's not like earlier in the season, but oh, he was brilliant. And I just think, obviously, in terms of a goalkeeper, he's, I don't know if you can still class him as young, but he's not, do you know what I mean? They, they say goalkeepers yeah. don't peak until... Yeah, he's not his prime, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and obviously, he's not really played in a team every week. He's not used to playing every week on a Saturday. Did he not? So. Did he not play quite a few games for Leeds? Ah, uh, yeah, that that's season. true. I think, yeah. he, I think he did have a, a decent season. Is that that's how he got his move to Burnley? I think. I'm right. Not too, I'm not, okay. No, I'm not too sure. Sense. But you're right there. But, so. I know, but it I know has been a while, that. hasn't it? Like, it? Since then, he's not played, and I, I think that was when I put that video out when um, when Big Dave scored in the snow against Leeds. That yeah, was like yeah. four or five years ago. Now he was playing then in the Leeds side. So. I don't think he'd featured much since he's you know he's gone to Burnley and he's just been sat in there, perhaps under twenty threes or their reserve team or, or or whatever, not really been playing playing a great deal. So you know, it's, I think he's a strange one. He, he's by far if, if he can do that, what he's done against Portsmouth, the penalty save that we'll come on to in a, in a bit against against Crew, another clean sheet, um, and you've got to you've got to give it to him. You know the defense in front of him has been changing week in week out. You talk to players and they're like, "It's the whole you know you need a settled back four or back three or what you know a settled defense." And we've probably had well, I, I, I can't count how many t- times we've played the same you know same players in defense. It's changed pretty much week in week out. So for a you know for a young keeper to come in and, and to have um, you know and to, and to have done what he's done and have the killing sheets, 
you know, hopefully that can hopefully that can continue. Um, I mean, you've mentioned it already. The Luongo red card. I was just absolutely gutted. I was like, oh yeah, and I've re I, I've rewatched it today, and it, it's hundred percent red in it. Yeah, he's just he's, all, he's, he's lost. He's on a bad touch, hasn't he? And he's tried to get it back, and he's lunged. Yeah, and he barely. He like. I think he looked at the referee to say, oh, it could be either or here. And he gave a red and he weren't, he didn't have any complaints today. It's a red card, isn't it? The end of the day. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely, yeah, like I said, nailed These days, the anyway, it wouldn't have been, I, I always had this debate with my uh, my brother-in-law. I, I can't, like, sure, we're at Shaw last season who got that red card. Yeah. And he, yeah, got, and he, got, he got some of the ball. Yeah. And he, there was obviously no intent there, but these days it doesn't matter about intent. Anywhere above the ankle, if you're out of control, either or you're gone, aren't you? So yeah, and I don't think you had any, you know, any uh, complaints. It's just one of them ones. It's the, it's the, it's the typical, like you just said. You lose the ball, you go chasing after it, and that, and that's it. And I mean, again, at that point, at that point, it's nil nil. I'm thinking, oh god, like we, we've weathered the storm. We've done well to keep it nil nil for, for what nearly seventy minutes and. You know, again, they did well. They battled hard, and for me, like I mean, you could, I was about to say that like last season, but you could say early on in this season, yeah, we, yeah. we lose that game three 0 don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. And even against lesser teams, we crumbled under pressure. Yeah, and I mean, and we and like we were saying on the debate show as well. I think it, it was just like it's just annoying, isn't it? It's like like you say, and you just think, oh God, but we did like you say with the with the defense that we had. Do you think that's because because of them changes that were forced? Do you think they've they've had to kind of raise the and that, I'm about to say like raise the game? I know they've got to raise the, they should be raising the game for every game, but do you think they've had to kind of have that extra level of concentration and what have you because they've, they're playing players that are out of position? Do you think do you think that's why they've like they've battled a little bit more and they've actually you know? Uh, yeah, I don't do you, know. It's weird, isn't it? I know what you're saying because that's what we were saying before about Dunkley, weren't it? As well, saying oh, he's kind of taking it upon himself to be the focal point and he's got to be the the main man in there. So, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Or is it that whatever formation or system he was playing before just didn't work and this one works? Yeah, I mean, I, I would refer him more to the Portsmouth game in terms of like... Oh, just you know, generally, sorry. Like, like, Dun- like Dunkley's not playing, um, so we've, we've got a makeshift back, makeshift back three. Palmer's playing centre-back. You know, there's no Brennan either. So all these, you know... Um, yeah, I think, of, well, like we say, there were opportunities there, weren't there? Peacock Farrell did as well, so I think like and any other day there might have been a penalty given, not that there should have been, yeah. but I think there were a few. Obviously, Erst would throw himself around like I don't know what. Honestly, Joe, if you just switched it on, you'd have probably thought you were watching Dancing on Ice <laughs> the way that they went down in our in the, in our box in that first half. It was embarrassing. Well, even he just yeah, there were a couple that, and you know we we moan about the refs being poor at this level, but I think the ref did really well in that instance because like I say there was at least two weren't there that yeah there was that one where he, where he ran through and you know Bailey Peacock Farrell jumps up and in real time I thought he touched him yeah so did I I thought penalty but then you watch it back and the rest them really well and then that other one as well I can't remember it was but anyway yeah they, he could have you know especially at that level well and we can different different situation but the penalty yeah, crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. We'll I come said, on we'll, to that as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get on to that. But for for me, the, the Portsmouth game, like I said, I think I said before, and I took a point. Um, going down to Portsmouth is is a tough place to go. Do you know what I mean? That it, they're on form. 
even with a full strength side, I think a draw would have well, been yeah, and I think I think at one point on the coverage on Sky, it said, I don't know if it's the last 10 minutes or towards the end, obviously after the red card, it said possession for the last 10 minutes and it was like 85% to them. So it just shows we, we were absolutely... We were getting battered, weren't we? <laughs> so. Yeah, well, well, well your um, theory were flawed anyway, because obviously Bailey Peacock Farrell got the man of the match. Not, ah, we, so. didn't, we didn't win though, sir. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll let, I'll let you off, mate. I'll let you off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's let's move on to crew. Um, again, you know, the, the, the starting lineup we've had. Um, mm. Let's have a look. Uh, Windass was on the bench. He didn't he didn't, he didn't play, but Camberian and obviously Luongo out. Um, Wing and Corbiano were in, and also Brennan as well. Um, yeah, a bit more of a bit more of a defense against against Crew. Obviously, going into the Crew game for me, it were a game. The twenty third in the league. You know, people were saying that's not underestimate them. They've won last two at home. You know, they've uh, they've won the last two games in all competitions. But the twenty third in the league, like yeah. that that was a game that we had to be winning. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, and we expect to win it. I mean. You would say, oh, Classic Wednesday is probably one where we might slip up, but really, you know, we expect to be going out and winning that. And I know we've said that hundred times this season, but yeah, it's normally bitters on the arse. To be fair, when we've when we've when we've said that in his predictions and uh, and what have you, but yeah, I mean, looking at the looking at the actual um, looking at the t- like league table, you're right that those teams at the bottom we have seen to seem to struggle against. I think we've. We've beat Fleetwood, we've beat Doncaster, but the other teams that are that are down there, uh, you know, your likes of uh, Morecambe, I think we lost to Morecambe, Shrewsbury, I think we drew to them, um, Lincoln, AFC Wimbledon, Cambridge, I mean, I'm going up to 16th now, but yeah, yeah. all these teams are in the bottom half of the league. Gillingham is another one, they've slipped into the bottom bottom four. Um, all these teams, we've, we've, we have dropped points, and in some, well, in the case of Morecambe, we have lost as well. So, yeah, we... we these are the teams, like I said, that we need to be beaten. And for me, two nil, clean sheet. For like, you can't really ask for much yeah, more. Yeah, really, it could have been, you? you know, like we said, it could have been a couple more. Um, my my only, I mean, I'll, I'll go on to like the criticism of that game because I mean, there's lots of positives to take from it. I don't want to be, I don't want to come across as whinging and moaning when we've, you know, when we've 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 won a game and we've drawn against the team that's up at the top, you know, up at the top half of the league, but. The only criticism in that crew game is, again, we're not finishing teams off. I know we've won two nil, but in that first half we had plenty of chances that we could have put. You know, we need to be a bit more clinical because they get that penalty rightly or wrongly, which again we'll come on to. But they score that penalty. I know it's if buts and maybe's, but it's one one. And again, we, 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 how many times have we talked about? You know, we've been dominating the game nil nil, or we're dominating yeah. and it's only one nil and. Things can change just like that, you know. They get a, a jammy penalty or a, there's a deflection or something like that, and before you know it, it's one-one, and and you're kind of on the back foot again, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and that's it. I don't know if it was was it the weekend or in the midweek fixtures in our league. They were late. were it midweek when they were t- two or three teams scored five. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we're at midweek. It was something like. I mean, it, I know one, of the, were, it was one of the days. It was either just gone or it were midweek fixtures. Anyway, like you say, it were. I can't remember if it was Sunderland, Rotherham. Yeah, Rotherham scored five. Yeah, Whoever. I think Sunderland scored five All as well. On the same yeah. day, weren't it? And you just think, oh, and then it were a strange one because I think Cambridge beat Cheltenham at Cheltenham five nil or something. Right. Yeah. But you just think, 
I mean, like we say, we don't want to be too negative. We've won, and we did what needed to be done, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, against, like, Especially against the bigger teams, yeah. where you need to take them chances. Yeah. I know, exactly. And it, it's just, when they did get that penalty, I was thinking, fuck's sake, like, just, I just thought it was going to be one of them days. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just one of them days where, where we've gone 1-0 up, we're playing great football they're not posing much of a threat and i thought they were they were pretty poor to be yeah, to be fair they right? were they now they, like, they look disjointed and lots of passes going astray and they're the it's like you need to be putting them to the sword i feel like if they we did have a they did have a couple of chances at the end didn't they, they came on at end a bit but whether it's because we took foot off the off the pedal like but only well i say a couple there might have been one where they put it across the box but yeah they weren't very good were they not not really i mean um yeah, it's just it's just one of it's just one of those um, it's just one of those things. Like, like I said, I don't want to be too negative, and we'll we'll get onto the onto the positives. I mean, one huge positive, Barry Bannon. Like we ba- bash, we've bashed him so many times, and but I think against Crew that just proved like why we're probably so overcritical of him. Oh yeah, and they're the performances that we I don't I don't want to say expect, but. He's, he's he's not done that in a long, long no, he's time, capable, has he? But he's capable of that. And that's why we're, you know, I mean, we bash him, but it's not. It's because we're wanting to play. It's because we wanted to want him to play like that. It's like and, for Bannon, it's not really a bashing because it's what you what yeah. you expect of him. You know, we've like we say, we've discussed, do we expect too much of him? Well, that's probably proved that we don't expect too much of him because he can do it. Oh, and yeah. he he ran the show, didn't he, on uh, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, he was he was good in like I can't remember what game it was when I last anyway, whenever it was, but the same kind of thing. He was picking like the ball, even the balls over the top into the channels and stuff like that. It was just so positive, and it's just such a difference, isn't it? Like, and I know everyone's entitled to an off day, aren't they? You know, yeah. But like you say, it's whereas it might have been. One in three gives as a performance like that. At the moment, it kind of seems to be one in five. Um, yeah, well, I, like I, I, and I'm not like I say. I'm, even even is you know even a Barry Barden seven out of ten is, a, is everyone else's nine out of ten. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think that's quite a fair fair point to make as well. Like you know, um, yeah, we are probably a, a little bit harsh on him, but I say when he puts performances in like that, I mean the the passing. You know, he he, he ran that midfield. I think. Crew d- didn't get close enough to him. No. To be fair, I mean, when teams you know double up on him or man mark him out of the game, he does tend to struggle. Um, yeah, and that's probably where we don't, as fans, you don't, you know, we're not going to look at an opposition either and go, that player's done really well, or they've doubled up on him and they've done an eight number on him. We just think, oh, bad man's gone missing today yeah. or whatever. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, but the goal, what a fantastic goal oh, they were! Yeah, brilliant. I mean, the, the just. The link-up play with Deli Bashiru, I don't know whether it were that's something they'd worked on, but you know, little triangles, but pinged it into his feet. You know, it was like it was silky to watch, and not only that, he got the ball and normally he's looking for that cross, but he just drove at the yeah, and he uh, just kind of coasted inside, didn't he? Off the he just like, yeah, off the right a bit and just cut in on his left foot. That's it, bang. I mean, one thing I don't know if anyone else has picked up on this, and you probably want to watch it again, but. You don't appreciate Lee Gregory, what his role were in that in that goal. I mean, basketball esque blocking. Um, their covering defender, he, he just basically stands in the way. 
he can't get past him. Yeah. That opens up that gap and, and Bannon puts especially, it in the... Especially when you're at the games, obviously I wasn't there, but when you're actually at the games, you notice that about Gregory so much. Yeah. Like I think one of the main games that stood out for me was Wigan away. Yeah. He was just so good at all that kind of stuff, you know, blocking people off. The little, he does a lot off the ball, doesn't he? The little fucking holding of the shirt where the ref can't see it and stuff like that. Stuff that, you know, uh, what game was that in actually? Was that Portsmouth? Where we actually, we should have had a, we could have had a penalty shout, weren't it? Yeah, we're pulling it, yeah, pulling that, him that down, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. The ref didn't see it and it's... Yeah, well, he's been around the block a few... Gamesmanship, you know. let's say, oh, rather yeah. than... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he has he has been around the block for it for a while and he knows the game doesn't he I mean I were going to talk about it later but we might as well talk about it now um, I mean first of all his goal uh, obviously after after half time I said um, I think I put a tweet out at half time saying like we, we need to come out and you know, I thought crew were going to come at us and, and we, that second goal were vital um, we needed to get it early and well you can't get much earlier than 46 minutes can you and no. uh, I mean I think uh, Patterson were unlucky with his header that hit the post, but you've got to give credit to, to Hunt as well. That ball that Hunt played. Oh, yeah, brilliant. You know, um, that is, we, we keep saying it with Gregory, put the ball in that area, in round, around about the, you know, the penalty box, six yard box. If you put it in that, in that, in that spot, Gregory's going to finish it. And, oh, you know, 100%. He was, he was, he was unlucky that his first effort didn't go in, to be fair. Yeah. The one in bottom corner. Um, yeah, that would, that would have class, like, that would have looked, a bit like from the camera angle that that you were watching it on, you know, like, I'm just expecting that to nestle in the bottom corner. So fair, probably you know, it were a decent save from the from the keeper, but but yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I did it on on uh, I follow, yeah, and I was watching. I'd got soccer Saturday on the teller, and I, I must obviously because you're obviously whatever it, it we're a bit behind and I saw I saw it pop up with Lee Gregory so I thought that <laughs> shot I thought the first shot were going in because I'd just seen it on on screen you know I that, thought oh that's the that's the typical uh, when you leave the goal notifications on yeah. and then you and then you're watching it and it and it you know you, you've been notified of the goal before it's actually gone in that's uh, <laughs> yeah you've got to turn them off if you're uh, if you if you do that but again you know that's his eighth goal of the season um We've, we spoke about last week when we talked about the the best you know best signings that we've that we've made. You know, I had Lee Gregory down as that that best signing, and again, you know, he's put the ball in the back of the net. Like I said, that's eight for the season. I put a poll out. Um, we might as well talk about it. You know, we haven't had a twenty goal a season man since Neil Meller. I've mentioned that quite a few times. Crazy. Which you know, even on that promotion, um, you know, that playoff campaign that we had, or both of them, even we still didn't have. Uh, you know, striker scoring twenty goals. D- do you think Gregory is that twenty goal a season man? We need, we, we we're coming up to halfway through the season. He has missed a few games already. Um, I mean, I'm talking league goals here. Um, you know, so he's got another what twenty? It's twenty four games left this season, and for another for another twelve goals, do you think he can do it? Yeah, I don't see why not. As long as he stays fit. Um, like we say, we've not had a a game where we've scored a hatful, so. You'd think he'd be due a brace, at trick maybe. Yeah. Within that run, if we carry on going as we are. So, yeah, if he stays fit, I think he's on for a good chance, hasn't he? I mean, when, when we... I mean, yeah, answer that question. I I hope he does. I don't want to, like, say, oh, yeah, definitely he will. Um, I do hope he does. And I think if, he do, if we do have that 20-goal-a-season, man, 
we're going to be up there, aren't we? Come the come the end of the season, the fact that we're not conceding, you know, we all right. That's a second, you know, um, two clean sheets in a row. We've not done that for a while. Uh, we have been leaking goals, but on the whole, we're, we're all right defensively. Um, so if he can get, you know, another 12, 13, 14 goals this season, we're going to pick up some some decent points. And I just find it just, you know, like I said, we, the fact that we haven't had a 20 goal a season, man, since Neil Mellor, it's been that long. That's just crazy for, for me. I just, I just, you know, you need it. You need someone to put the ball in the back of it. Yeah, head. and I think I think if if Windass can get himself fit and Gregory stays fit and them two can play together, you know, we're getting. That's when we might actually get score. You know, three or five or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, when we signed Gregory, what did you, what did you think in the summer? Did, did you were you delighted that we signed? Yeah, him? no, what I was, thought he was like before before we kicked the ball. I thought best signing yeah. in terms of on paper whatever else like I said not really seen a lot of him but reading what other people had written about him and obviously yeah, look at he his can stats. score goals can't he so that's it Lee Gregory in league scored, one like yeah Lee Gregory scores goals fact do you know what I mean and uh, he's come out and already said that he's probably a bit disappointed that he's not scored as many as he, as he perhaps liked I think he said that a couple of weeks ago he's picked up two or three since since then but I mean, hopefully he can kick on from it and, you know, it seems as like he always puts 110% effort. We've already spoke about the fact that, I mean, he could have had another goal against um, against Gillingham when he lays it off for, Sh- for Shadipo. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that against Gillingham? Uh, Wickham. Wickham, sorry, Wickham. Yeah, it was against Wickham, Wickham. that, weren't it? Um, it, could have, it could have had another goal, but like I said, he laid, he laid it off. But So he, he, he does do a lot for the team as well. He's not... Selfish like Barry Baden, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is going to get dropped in every week now, isn't it? I'm never going to, never going to live it down. <laughs> hey, to be fair, he might be selfish, but he, he took that goal pretty well, didn't he? So it can be selfish every week for me <laughs> if he wants to do that. Um, yeah, just I mean, another another player. I just want to. Um, well, we've already spoke about Bailey Peacock Farrell, but that penalty. In real time, what did you think it were a pen? No. No chance. And, it, and I mean, obviously... Yeah, we've seen him given, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, but it, it, for me, it, it, it's his... He's turned and it's, it's his arm that's closest to his body. It's not... It doesn't hit his, his arm that's even in the air, does it? I don't think so. From what I can see, it, like, it's, the, it's not even his arm either. He like, tucks it up and it's like the... It's like his armpit nearly, isn't it? It's like the underarm of... But yeah. it's next to his body, so... I mean, you've seen him given, but... I thought it were harsh. Ne- never a penalty for me. Yeah, I mean, and it, it doesn't matter, does it, in the grand scheme of things, because no. Bailey Peacock Farrell pulls off that absolutely amazing double save. But again, you're just thinking, oh my God, like look, like look's not going our way and, and things. But, you know, put it this way, if if it had been the other way around and they'd have, give, you know, and they'd have given it, you know, again, would I be saying that it shouldn't have been a penalty? I don't, I don't know. It's, but yeah, it's the interpretation of the, of the yeah. Of the rules, I think, I think it, majority really? of the time, if it's a soft one that goes in our favour, you'll always say, "Oh well, I'll take it." But it was soft. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't always yeah. admit that it was soft. I think, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was a it was a penalty. But Peacock Farrell's done well. He's done really well. Like they were saying, to be fair, they were saying on the Radio Sheffield coverage, like because obviously they're, they're referring to his obviously saved one against Rotherham, Rotherham and then. 
obviously on international duty, he saved a couple. And they were saying, like, he seems to stay stay on his feet Until a lot later moment, yeah. than... I mean, it was a shit penalty, weren't it? Oh, it wasn't a good pen, but... He's but expecting he was, him to dive, hasn't he? Yeah, Did, yeah, no, yeah. he was... That's what it is, isn't it? Like, if you look at um, Jorginho or whoever, yeah, yeah, yeah. they try and make the keeper go before they're actually going to kick the ball or yeah. they're doing with eyes. I'm not being funny, but Jorginho Porter is uh, yeah, right, nowhere near Jorginho, by the way. <laughs> Slight air, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't it, mean, but exactly if, staying, if you're like running in and you're thinking, he's not gone anywhere yet. You panicked, he panicked. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing he didn't. Or he might have. He might have tried to. To be fair, I've not really looked back at how he approached the penalty. To be honest, but is he thinking? Oh, I wanted him to dive, and I'm going to slide down the middle. And he's it, not. It, well, he's just, he's just, he's just, just like stroked it, and he's, he's not, gone. Ooh. I think if you're going down the middle, you've got to do it Harry Kane-esque and just smash it and just hit it as hard as you can. Do you know what I mean? I mean, not. You know, I'm not talking from experience, like you know, like prolific striker, <laughs> Mister Mapping. But you know, do you know what I mean, I'd be shitting my pants if I were taking a penalty. But you know, he's fair, fair play to Peacock Farrell. He's just stood there, and I think I think Joe Cran put on uh, on Twitter saying that I think he'd be, he took about 18 penalties and missed one in his career or something. And um, you know, he, he scored it, however many, and he's, I think I think he checked his last six and he'd not put any of them down the middle. So. Um, Obviously, he put yeah, this one yeah, down the middle yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. So it's not as if it's not as if he puts everyone down the middle and, and Peacock fouls for. I know it, where he's going. I know yeah, where yeah. he's going. He, he's just have he's done him on the eyes. I've no idea how he's how he's done it. But not only that, he's he's, he's made the first save. He's not gone down. He's he's got straight back up. And I think arguably the second save it's, is yeah. I was going to say it's better than the better than the penalty save, yeah. isn't it? To be fair, it, unbelievable. I mean, that's as good as a goal, isn't it? I mean, oh, any penalty save is as good as a goal. To be fair, but you know. That at the at the point where it was as well, obviously the game's one nil. I think that was probably the the biggest turning point to be to be fair, and um, and it just gives everyone a lift as well, doesn't it? You know, oh yeah, hundred percent. And like everyone's like, and well, the game carried on a bit, but Bannon went up, didn't he? And you know, he was giving it bigger than that. But yeah, unbelievable. That second save was just, I don't know. It was you just like. Everyone obviously thought, yes, he saved it. And then you see him following up and you're like, oh. Like, well, even when you see the replays and the crowd, they're like, yeah. And then it starts and then it's cheering again and you're just like, yeah, great. I know. I mean, we, like I said, we've already spoke about Bailey Peacock Farrell, but to have someone that can that can do that, I mean, no disrespect to Joe Wildsmith and Cameron Dawson, but... I just don't have that. I mean, I know. I've, I know. I said earlier that the fact that when he's when we when we conceded that penalty, I'm thinking, oh no, not again. Like we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be one-one. But as he stepped up to take it, I just had that bit of. I don't know. I just you no. Know, you just think he's gonna save it. I don't know why, but I know, if it were Wildsmith, I would never have thought that. I'm thinking, oh, it's just, it's just, yeah. Man. And I think, like you say, it's it's due to his form, isn't it? He's saved. You know, he saved one for us. He saved two for his. That's well, four, that's well, four he, now, isn't it? Yeah, two that within this season, I think. Yeah, um, um, on on international duty, and it's just when you've got that confidence in a goalkeeper. I mean, complete opposite. And again, I'm going up to, but like David De Gea, he yeah. got saved a pen for how long, and they went into that shootout, whatever shootout. I think Europa League last year, and it was just like they're not going to win it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and that was the feeling, and it just so when you've got that, is that when it went on to like twelve penalties or something? Oh ridiculous? god, and he, yeah. 
got near absolutely nowhere anyway. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, I wouldn't have even net for us at all. Yeah, we'll have, be- we'll have be- Bailey Peacock fall over him any day. <laughs> even if we're on a free. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we've already spoke about, you know, Gregory Golden and things. I mean, like I said, going into that game, I expect... Did I expect three points? I think I probably did. And we've come away with three points. We've come away with a clean sheet. Like I just said, we could, you know, you could just like the Portsmouth game, you could pick holes in it. And I didn't, I didn't, other, other than, other than Bannon, I don't think anyone else kind of shone. And like, you no, know, when we we're talking about individual performances uh, last week, no, that's it. I don't and think anyone. I mean, I think I thought Corby Anu had a bit of a quiet game. Um, I don't know whether that because he got marked out the game or not. Or the, uh, I don't think he, you know, no, he, he had he had a couple. To be fair, he, he put he put the. He put a couple of good balls in. I just think they were they fell to Patterson who Yeah. Couldn't finish his dinner. Um <laughs> on, the, on yesterday that is, but Yeah, we we I mean with Patterson. Uh I want to talk about him as well because yeah, he had a few chances. He had obviously had the one that hit the post. Uh, I think he had a few others as well. And for me, is that not I mean I want, I wanted to talk to Giles, what's Giles not here today, but I, I wanted is that not down to the fact that you know, one week he's playing in defence, next week he's playing, you know, wide right, next week he's playing up front. Surely, as a striker, you need that confidence and you want, you know, I know he can score goals and he has scored goals, but if you're playing week in, week out up front, you're going to get your eye yeah. in. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. Does, it, does he perhaps finish them chances? I'm not sure. I don't think he's ever been a finisher. He's not really, the thing is, we say he's a striker, he's... I don't know if he is a striker. He's just a footballer that plays up front. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I genuinely think he is. And he can do it like, I don't know, like, say he started as a right back, but has he ever had a, I don't know, 15-goal season, 12-goal season for anyone? I don't know. I'm not too sure. I haven't. I so, haven't it, it, I just, yeah, I do think, like you say, if he was playing uh, week in, week out up front, he probably would. He probably would have finished a few more than what he has. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I don't think he's like clinical, is he? He's never been clinical. He's yeah. one of them that he's not a Gregory, is he? Basically, no, no. And even you know, I, I mean, mean we, we, I mean, were you surprised that uh, that Cambert obviously Patterson played at uh, what right centre back uh, against Portsmouth, <laughs> and then he's playing. You know, we've dropped Cam- Camberry and, and Patterson's played played up front. I, th- I thought Patterson were going to be the one. That actually missed out. Uh, yeah, against I, crew, but. I, I'd be the same. I, I think I don't think Canberra's been. It'd be, it, I don't think he warrants being dropped. Like the thing is with Canberra, again, is the one who. It's a weird partnership in it because Gregory works hard. Yeah, but obviously is probably the finisher out of the both of them, and I mean. It's weird, isn't it? Because Canberra does as well, and he holds the ball up well. And it's it's weird that the well Canberra came in against. I think it was Cambridge coming at did coming at half time. I think against and then that god awful game that you went to. Yeah, um, and didn't know, and I forgot you were on pitch. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Darren Moore said that he were well. He he kind of said he played well, and you know his work rate and stuff. Like I, said, I know you did disagree with that, but then. He had a bit of a run in the side, and I think it was that. Um, it was Sunderland, weren't it? They played yeah. really well together, and then one of them missed the next game. Plymouth. It was a Plymouth in the cup after that, weren't it? And then even against like um, Wickham, he didn't have the best of games, but like I said, his touch 
and he'd bring it down and yeah. he can hold the ball up. He's a bit like, I don't know, I'm probably going a bit, but he's a bit like Dion Burton for me. Yeah. He just seems to be like, it is chest. Or like you say, there were so many that are coming out from coming down with snow on him and he's yeah. got a touch. So I don't know. I thought it was a bit harsh, but then the Do thing you- is with Patterson, you know he'll he'll, he'll bomb about. He's as much as a shit house as Gregory is, if not more. Well, so. crew had a young side, didn't they? Um, we spoke to the uh, guy from the crew podcast uh, earlier in the week, and they've a lot of their product, you know, uh, come from the, all their players come from the from the youth uh, setup, and I think you were saying that they were, you know, I think they're in the early twenties, they're you know, they're they're back three. It, was it not a case of like you know, put put um, put Patterson up there just to rough them up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, and the thing is, like we say, we got the we got the result, so. Um, but yeah, I do think, like you say, I don't know with Patterson, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, on, on the subject of Patterson, I mean, uh, you can get your questions in as well. It's at WTID pod on, on Twitter. Uh, and John Fittles, um, you know, got in touch with us and he's put, uh, you know, Callum Patterson, he fascinates me. I absolutely love him, but I'm not until entirely sure why. Uh, a bit like Palmer, uh, he's rarely injured, uh, reliable in a number of positions and works incredibly hard. And he's just asked us, uh, you know, what, what is his best position? Um, what would you say Patterson's best position is? It's weird, isn't it? I don't know. None. <laughs> yeah, none. <laughs> Just stick you anywhere. It'll be fine. Um, it does give. I mean, it does give you a, a seven out of ten, doesn't it? Like, it's yeah, not really like where a, he plays. He's not I really think, had an awful game anyway, I think has he? He played all right at centre half. Other than, well, in the in the Wickham game, he gave that free kick away. And he stuck his head on it and put it in the back of the net as well. Um, I think, to be honest, I think the best game he's played was when he played right on the right hand side on the right wing back. Yeah, I, yeah, I would, I was, I was going to say exactly the same. Um, I have to agree with you. I think that was the Sunderland game, weren't it? Yeah. Where he were pinging him into Canberra and Gregory um, had quite a bit of success down that down that right hand side. He's, I mean, he, John's just said it. He's a utility man, isn't he? Yeah, he's one of them players that that like. Like on Football Manager, when you're playing that and you're and you're looking and you're like, oh, I've not got anyone to play that position. You get injuries and what have you. He just plays wherever. I know. I said, I said, I said it. Uh, I said it a few times, but um, I think he's going to play in goal like at some point <laughs> this season. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think there's not been a point. It might not have been this season. It might have been towards the end of last season. But where he's actually sat in like holding midfield as well for us. Like I'm probably. sure he's played there at some point. But no, I think, I think, I think his best position is probably up front. Yeah, or with playing with somebody else in that number ten. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. But like we say, I think the best game he has played for us has been on the right this season. But the thing is, I think in every position he plays, I think there's always there's, we've got players that are better than him in every single position. Yeah, you know, if you play, is he better than Gregory? No, he's not. In that number ten, is he better than Windass? No, he's not. You know, all right on the right. We haven't really got anyone. We haven't seen what Nathaniel Mendes Lang can do. Um, you know, so I can't really comment on that. We haven't really got many people that plays on the right. Well, I suppose you could say is he better than Jack Hunt? I don't know. Jack Hunt's been having some fantastic really games recently. Yeah. And then you go back to centre back, or is he better than any of the centre backs that we've got? No, he isn't. So he's just like I said. I think probably he's right to say that he hasn't really got a best position. I know he did an, an interview with um, on on the official Wednesday YouTube channel, and uh, and he, he said that he actually prefers playing centre back. I think he said, uh, or did he say? I can't remember. I think he said. I think he said he prefers playing centre back. But yeah, it's just. I think he's just a, a a good player to have 
when you're struggling in terms oh, of like injuries and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, just want to another player that we um, that for me just had an absolute awful game. He came off off the bench. I don't know why he, why he did, but Berahino again. I'm probably sick of talking you're, you're about best it. <laughs> I know. He, I don't know. How he keeps getting a game. To be to be fair, he, he's just yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about wages a bit later on, and that's well. I that, mean, he just it, it should have been three, shouldn't it? When he went through on that. Uh, oh yeah, it was uh, through on goal. Who did, who did he pass it to? Was it Corbiano that he passed it to? Or I can't remember now because he gone off. I can't remember anyway. They were offside, weren't they? Over he passed it to. I think it was terrible, Corby. weren't it? It's through like absolutely. It was late on, weren't it? That's just that wraps the game up. Three nil. Thank you very much. See you later. He just is that just someone that just oozes a lack of confidence? I yeah, I don't know. And I just like you say. I mean, he scored, didn't he? For, I know it's under twenty threes, but I could score it under twenty threes, Liam. I know, and I'm shit. But I'm just saying, Matt. Well, my, my question before I had that should little he, thought was: Should he post scored it under twenty threes yeah, as well? No, but so. That's what I mean. My thought, my thinking is: Why? What is it that's getting him on the pitch every week as a sub. Like, probably because when we come on to it, the wages that we're paying him every week. Oh, that's true. That's well, probably why. <laughs> <laughs> probably think we've got to do something with him because oh, we need to God. need to get his money back or something. In, in, do you in not some... have to get Lummer out? It's not harsh. It's not harsh at all. I think that's quite a fair, a fair assessment, um, to, be, to be honest. I mean, I, I just... In terms of man of the match, uh, we didn't really talk about man of the match for, for, for Portsmouth, but man of the match against um, against Crew, who would you have gone for? It's got to be Bannon, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I put down on the poll Barry Bannon, uh, Peacock, Farrell, Gregory, and I also put Hunt in there as well because I thought Jack Hunt had a good, good game. But yeah, Barry Bannon, absolute hands down. One of, one of When we talked about individual performances, if we'd have done that after this week, I think Barry Bannon would have... Would have got yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, one of those top individual performances of the of the season. Um, I think we've got a bit of a difference in opinion on on this player after the game at Crew. But but Lewis Wing, we've had a couple of people uh, mention him um, about his performances and, and what have you. But you didn't think he played that bad, did you? On no, I don't Crewe? think he played bad. I don't think he played bad. He played average. I'm not saying he, he you know, he wasn't Barry Bannon, but I don't think he did. Anything particular wrong for me to think? Oh, he's had a shocker. I mean, I think he put a put a decent th- uh, ball through to Bashiru when he cocked it up, and yeah, yeah, I think there were a couple of bits, and he put himself. I think there were a couple of times where he got stuck in a bit as well. I think he put himself in, and so yeah, I'm not. I wasn't. It's a strange one, isn't it? I mean, what do we, what do we expect from Lewis Wing? Like, what what do we, does he need to do for us to for us to say? He's had a great game. Do you know what I mean, he's, he's already come out himself. I think Darren Moore, I think I mentioned it last week. How, um, how Darren Moore said that he's harsh on himself in that he wants to score a goal. And he's perhaps told, perhaps told him that he doesn't need to score a goal to have a to have a good game. Yeah, but I don't know. What does he need to do? I mean, I know we keep hopping back to like Kieran Lee and when, when he used to play and the fact that he, he very, you know, you, when you didn't notice him, but when he didn't play, you noticed that he wasn't there kind of thing. And, I don't. I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a strange one. I think he's. I think he's, he's got his critics, Annie Lewis Wing. Yeah, and I think it's going to be very difficult for him to shake him. Me being one of his critics. Yeah, and I think I think the problem is, like we said, I think, and I keep referring back to this. I think he's a luxury player. He's not a. He's not a lungo. He's not a whoever you know. Whoever's going to put themselves about. Semedo kind of to play a like lot. Yeah, he's not. He's not that. 
and that's what the problem is when you've got Bannon on the pitch, you either want someone like that or you want someone who can run on like Delhi and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheerio yeah. or Dennis, depending which role he plays. And I just don't think he fit. I just don't. And like you say, I think after the first few games he did have, you know, he missed a couple of chances. He wasn't, his radar wasn't on, his passes weren't on. And I just think he's low on confidence. But then at the same time, like I say, I don't think he's going to get to play the role he'd like to play. No. Unless someone gets injured. I mean, this is his chance, isn't it? You know, the one goes suspended now for another two games. Obviously, he was suspended for crew. That's why Wings got his chance because... Well, if- and because and Dennis isn't there. Because I think, I think we've mentioned it briefly. I think when, before he got injured, they'd asked Dennis to play more of a, you know, bit more subdued, not subdued, but... Uh, a bit deeper back. Role, yeah, a bit yeah. deeper, that's what I'm trying to say. And I just don't think it's just not in his game. And that's that's maybe not his fault. You know, yeah. it, we've we've got a player in and we're asking him to do something that he's not comfortable doing. Yeah. And like we say with Shay Dunkley, don't expect anything other than what he can do. The problem is is so, whilst, whilst ever Barry Bannon's playing, he's always yeah, the, yeah. he's always gonna play that role, isn't he? Oh yeah, and, and I don't know, it's tough for him and we, well, I suppose all fans are the same, but we're quite, our fans are quite, you know, once they've got it in for someone. Yeah. It's, it it's going to take, long... take a lot to... I mean, you've mentioned him there, Shea Dunkley, a, a credit to Shea, and that he has kind of shaken that, you know, those shackles off it in yeah, terms of... Yeah, I don't know. think, the thing is, with Shea, I never, I said this to Giles the other day, because he dug me out and said that I won throwing pelters at Dunkers. I don't think I ever did, because I, I, I always thought, even like last season and... Whenever we've had him, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a bad player. He yeah. just he's just good at what he does. Go on then on, on Lewis Wing. Then obviously he's on loan from Middlesbrough in January. If we have option to send him back, do you send him? I'd back? I'd send him back. It's not worked, and yeah. that's you know I'm not saying he's dog shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we but could, it's just pr- not worked for us. It's yeah, not worked. The fact that us. we've got George Byers as well in, in obviously he's a permanent signing. We could perhaps bring someone else in on loan. Yeah, yeah. That's, look for, that's, look that's for gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone else, even if we brought a centre half in instead. Yeah. Depends on other, you know, um, Dennis coming back and stuff like that, and what we're looking like there. But you may as well free up if you can. It's not working, and it's clearly not working. Yeah, of course. So of course. now before we uh, before we move on, um, I just want to. Uh, 
you know, massive thanks again to the Terrace who allows us to do the giveaway each and every week. Um, you've got to know by now, I mention it every single week, but the Terrace do all sorts of merchandise, uh, mouse mats, bar runners, dog neck chiefs, if you're into that sort of thing, mugs, replica shirts. Obviously, Christmas is coming up. Uh, if you want that last minute gift, then obviously head over to theterrasstore.co.uk and have a look at what they have to offer. Now, the winner of this week's giveaway, obviously, remember, all you need to do to be entered is to sign up to our uh, Patreon members. You get access to all of the interviews that we've done. Um, 30, I think we're touching on now, interviews. We've, I think I listed them the other day and there were just so many players that we've, and, and managers that we've spoken to, you know, Lloyd, Lloyd Owusu is the recent one that we've uh, that we've released. Um, you know, you've got Brian Laws, Chris Turner, Kevin Pressman, Jose Semedo, Luvens, Pudil, like the list goes on and there's some fantastic interviews that you can, that you can listen to. Anyway, um, the winner of this week's uh, competition is Darren Parkin. So Darren, please get in touch drop us a message um on twitter or patreon or whatever you want to do um and then we'll get that all sorted for you you've got a couple of things that you can choose from not just the mug uh, so yeah get in touch and we'll sort that out for you nice little early uh, early christmas present um i mean just on the on the interviews and stuff emerson tome that we spoke to the other day great value <laughs> but, like for the, everyone listening Emerson Tone wasn't going to come and do a, do an interview with us. Um, he, he said that I've turned a few down and what have you, which I thought, fair enough. If you, if you don't want to come on, that, that's absolutely fine. But So I wasn't expecting much. No, no, you, you're thinking when you told me that, I thought, oh, it might be a bit naff this or it might be a bit awkward and a bit hard to get anything yeah. out of it, if that makes sense. But we were sat there for two hours and there were times where I was just sat like open mouth just listening to the stories that he had to tell i, I mean, don't think i barely said anything <laughs> you could just hear me giggling away in the background when he's telling some stories but oh I mean, he was brilliant weren't he he was absolutely brilliant i mean i put that i put that clip out i had to put it out when he when he first came, came on we had we had a bit of trouble um like joining at first and he couldn't get his camera working and, and what have you and i said oh it's all right it's fine just just leave it and he, he was adamant weren't he that he wanted yeah. his camera to be working and i think that's just because he, want, he wanted to show us them shirts in the in the background oh, and, and things um unbelievable but yeah like I mean, when he when he pulled that Rivaldo shirt, out, I probably ruined it for everyone now. But you couldn't see it anyway because it's on a podcast, isn't it? But he put he pulls the Rivaldo shirt out from the, from the game when it, you know Chelsea against uh, Barcelona, and he were proud, weren't he, to to pull? Oh that yeah, one out. and that's brilliant, isn't it? Because like some people say they're not bothered and they don't keep any of it, and completely different. But cricket, I saw someone, an old Australian, whatever, he said, Do you, "Have you got anything? Have you got any of your shirts, any of your bats?" Because I kept nothing, not bothered. And yeah. it's just weird. To me, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I think, obviously, people are different. But for me, I love football shirts anyway and stuff like that. So yeah. if you play, I'd have it. I'd have them all over me. A bit of a, a, bit of a shrine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's brilliant. And the, yeah, he was keen to show us and tell its stories behind him and stuff like that. I just thought it was brilliant. For me, I mean, I won't give it away. If you want to listen to it, it'll be out in a couple of weeks' time. But the story that he told when, I mean, for the, first of all, the fact that he nearly played for United. Yeah, that was yeah. the first. That was the first one that I, d- I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize. Obviously, when Nigel Spackman were the uh, were their manager, but when he told us about the fact that when he went for for the trial and everyone was laughing at him, and he just told to train in the corner uh, or to to warm up. Sorry, um, yeah, he, he just had some fantastic stories to tell, and I think it's probably going to be a two parter. To be fair, with that, it was that long, and and some of the things he had to say. Like I said, we were just sat there, just yeah, open. Well, there mouth. were times, like I say, there were times where we. Were, 
just sat listening and then other times where we're howling we laughed weren't we, we were I mean, just one of them it, well he liked to he liked to swear a bit didn't he to be fair oh, as well yeah, I can't say anything on that front <laughs> <laughs> on, that's why we got on probably <laughs> yeah he liked to like to few swear words and whatever. yeah it were uh, it were good um, just something I just want to touch on um, the fans conduct against crew mm. now it's split opinion across you know much of the fan base um, I mean I put a poll out there um, but just because, first of all, my opinion on it, when I saw it, Gregory scores that goal, 2-0, 46 minutes gone, at crew. So I think that's a good point to make, that it, it were at crew. And then we've got 50, 60 fans that's run onto the pitch. Now, at the time, I thought, embarrassing. Like, what are we doing? Like, what, what, I've had, a, I've had a bit of time to reflect on it, and I've probably simmered down a little bit. I mean, we weren't angry. You know what I mean? It's it's tricky, isn't it? It's hard because you can look at it from so many different points of view. I mean, for me, it depends. I don't know because I've not looked at it. Well, whatever. Young lads, whatever, didn't it? For me, I won't say it's embarrassing, but it's just a bit... Thing is, they like say it's split opinion that much. I think, number one, if it affects our away gate, further down the line yeah then who's going to be moaning yeah, probably he's... people who've done it and and don't get me wrong i, I love i love an away day i've not to be fair i ain't been to an away match for, for for a while obviously young family and what have you i can't get to as many away games as, as i perhaps like to and then like the whole issue with the points and, and things like that you know away away like atmospheres a class oh like, yeah brilliant do you know what I mean you're singing for the whole 90 minutes whether you're getting spanked 3-0 or you know you know, you've know, you had a few beers and, and what have you it's, all, it's an amazing day out we all Wednesday nights you know and you, you know you're wanting to like I said even if you're losing it don't really don't really matter so and obviously when you're celebrating a goal the fact that obviously the, the, their stadium is quite small and what have you I, I get it. Yeah, and like, the thing is with that first one, because they had a word with us after the first one, didn't they? Yeah. The thing is, if players come right up to the edge of audience or even players jump into the stands like you see them doing sometimes, yeah. and you can't grumble about that. And to be honest, it's it, like I say, it's so hard because I've got... I just think the fact that... like, Because you see people going, oh, well, are all 40,000 are going to get banned because of Wickham pitch invasion and all this? <laughs> That's think, different, though. Well, it's not It's not crew of 23rd in League One. It's not like... And I'm not saying whatever. Have fun. People are going, oh, it's young kids that are having fun and whatever. No one got hurt, which I get. I just think it'll be... You just... it's it, For me, I wouldn't be doing it. And that's, no. that's my opinion. That's me. I wouldn't be doing it. And the thing is, I'm not saying I can't do I don't know, because I've not really... Like I say, no one got hurt and whatever else. But yeah. if it affects all our fans down the line, and like, for example, if it were, I don't know, we are playing Rotherham and we needed to win or get a point to whatever, and we got, you know, someone big or, or it was a massive decision that went against us and we've come back and got a late equaliser or a late winner. Yeah. You can get the... And you can feel the excitement in kind yeah. of maybe excuse it a little bit. And yeah. like people going, oh, it's weird because you see people going, oh, well, we used to do it back in 80s and whatever, and it was <laughs> fine. And it's like, well, yeah, but there are lots of stuff that went off in crowd in 80s that you <laughs> find now. So, Well, I got a few pelters saying that, oh, about your foot at parties and stuff like that. And the thing is, I, I said, I think I put it on my own tw- personal Twitter, I said, like, this t- there's a time and a place for a pitch invasion. And unfortunately, crew 
in League One. In middle of the game as well. Yeah, on, 40, in, on 46 minutes isn't the place to do it. it, it do you the, know what I mean? The thing is as well, though, you're going to split opinions because people's ideal away day are completely different. Well, yeah, people getting absolutely like, leathered. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's it goes back to the a bit on what we touched on. Um, a couple of weeks ago when yeah, Rob yeah. came on, yeah. Because for me, and this is my opinion, and if you don't like it, whatever, I don't really care. But it's just what I think, you know, you get the people who go down purely to watch the football. Yeah. They'll drive down, they'll do whatever, they get trained down. Might not have a drink, but they've gone to watch the football. And yeah. they might take the kids, whatever. You have some people who go down, they'll have a few beers, not get to whatever, you know, or might have a few more than and watch the football. Yeah. And then there's some that go, and they go, they get absolutely leathered. They might Nine part, o'clock in the morning, they not might, train. They with... might partake in some other stuff. Extracurricular activities. And then there's people <laughs> who stand there and stand there at all games swearing at the opposition fans and not even looking at the football. Yeah. And whatever, that's up to you. If you're entitled to the points, you've spent your money through the club, that's up to you. But that's what I mean. There's different... Yeah. There's different views on what an away day entails. Of course, I mean, I don't um, want to, I don't want to totally blow it out of proportion, and I think it probably has been blown out of proportion. At the end of the day, it was a fantastic two 0 win away from home, and I don't want to detract away from that. But I mean, I put a poll out there, and I just asked, you know, um, pitch invasion yesterday at Crew was, and the the options were class or embarrassing, and sixty seven percent of people thought it were embarrassing, uh, and thirty three percent thought it were class. So again, it's, it has hasn't split opinion entirely, but there is people that, that thought that thought there were no harm. And, and I guess, you know, like I said, no one's hurt. But I mean, we, we said that, but, but the club have actually come out today and, and even, you know, put a statement out saying that, you know, they remind supporters of their conduct to all fixtures following unacceptable scenes during our game against Crew. Uh, they've gone to say, you know, the actions are uh, unsafe and even more so in the current climate and, and the behaviour is fundamentally against the law um, and against ground regulations. Um he said, while the club would never seek to curb regular goal celebrations, we all uh, absolutely condemn at all times any supporter leaving the stand, entering the pitch area. Um, and they've also said, you've just touched on it, that actions can significantly impact future ticket allocations for away fixtures. And we all know how the EFL haters. Well, yeah, and it's in... It wouldn't I mean, surprise me if they, if, they, if they slapped a fine on, because obviously they, they don't... It stopped the game, didn't it? And they don't, they don't want that to, yeah, that to happen. Yeah, and the thing and, is, it's... I get it. And, you know, there's certain times whenever that you get carried away in whatever it is, you know, because emotions run out and whatever else. But like you say, it's if it, if it starts, if it was a regular thing and it started affecting ticket allocations, like we love to go, you know, we take fans away. Like I say, everyone's keen to go somewhere, you know, we'll sell it out. Well, people have, right. people have come out and said, well, I, you know, I don't think other teams are going to, you know, they'll probably want to sell us as many tickets as they possibly can, and I get that, but uh, Wimbledon, uh, I think I remember, they, they actually reduced the... Oh, because there's some trouble from somebody else, weren't it, before we it went? It was, or, but it was also to do with the Wigan oh, game. Oh, Flares in yeah. Wigan, yeah. Flares in Wigan game, so they didn't give us as many as what they did perhaps Bolton, I think it were, who went there a couple of weeks before, so... It, it, it does happen, like, you know, you could get, I mean, th- these games that we go to, these away games, we're not getting, you know, Sunderland is the next away game. Well, we'll it's probably not going to affect that because they're going to give us loads of tickets. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know, anyone could probably go to, go to that game, to be fair. They'll probably get, you know, go down to general sale. But these, these other away, away games, these smaller clubs, like your, you know, your, your Burton Albions or your, or your Gillinghams or, or people like that, Fleetwood, where we're not going to get four or 5,000 tickets and if and if the actions of some 
of a minority mean that I mean it's hard enough to get an away ticket as it is. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if 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 this you know we want as many tickets as we can and yeah, like I said, I don't want to I don't want to talk about it too much. No, but the just, thing is, in the end of the day, if it does start affecting it, all these people that are going oh about your fun, <laughs> they'll probably be the ones moaning. So. Yeah, like I said, and, I mean, and, uh, I, I don't go to a great... I mean, I, I do want to go to some away games this season, but like I said, I do find it difficult. So it's not really going to... It's not really going to affect me, but I just... All I can think of is if we, if, if I saw that United had had a pitch invasion in a similar circumstances... Oh, we'd be geared it. We'd be... Of course we would. It's yeah. just giving them ammunition, in it, to like, to have a go at us and say, right. oh, you're Tim, you're Tim Pot and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I just think... I don't know. Like it was you, a bit too pop, but <laughs> like I say, I don't know because I didn't really look at the dem- like the demographic of who it was on the pitch. It might have been mainly young lads, and I mean to be fair, there is know, a, there is a video. There's one, <laughs> there's one guy, and he and he's a bit late to the party. He run he runs on. He gets a bit over ex- excited. And he does a knee slide. <laughs> oh mate, I've not seen that. <laughs> he does a knee slide in the box, and fair play, like you know, <laughs> probably got all his knees mucky and what have you. But uh, but yeah, he's, I'll, if, if I if not I find it, I'll, I'll afterwards. <laughs> He's got muddled. Yeah, imagine what his missus says if he has got a missus. That is, yeah. What have you been doing? I thought you were good at football. Yeah, yeah, run out. Yeah, they were short at centre back, and that. I brought my boots, so I, got, I had, I had to go. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I just want to move on to um, to to Darren Moore. I think I think we do need to talk about him because he's coming for a lot of stick. I can remember us being, you know, we've given him some stick. We got to points in the season where we was we were perhaps saying, you know. Is, is it? Oh, is his patience running thin? I know that. I think that was one of the questions that we asked on the debate show quite a few weeks ago. But do we need to start giving him some praise? Twelve unbeaten. I know there's been a lot of draws in that, but we're just outside playoffs on goal difference. You know, we've we've had a decent run of four or five fixtures, um, some decent results. Is is he is he due a bit of praise? Yeah, yeah. I, I think like there might have been a couple of times where I said, "Oh, I'm getting a bit impatient" or whatever. But as you know, I've always been a we stick with him and see what happens and I hopefully it's coming to to fruition and he's had to say it's not like he's had an easy rider either with all the injuries we've had and stuff like that. I just think like I say, we got we he got he got faced with these injuries. He's set up with a system that it's probably not wasn't you know, it wasn't in his plans to have to play this system and formation and whatever else, but he'd done really well and like we said Last couple of games, even like you think, oh God, Dunkley's out now. Disaster. We kept two clean sheets. Who's Dunkley? Don't so, even need him anymore, do we? It's so, mad, yeah, isn't it? Like, definitely, definitely. And even like we said, I mean, I know Bannon obviously had a worldie, but we're we're having performances like we say where we maybe can't pick a man of the match. Obviously, we have for the last two matches, but you know what I mean. The ones yeah. before where we're getting points and sneaking a win or whatever, it's. It, it, we're, we're getting there, aren't we? I think. Um, yeah, and I mean, uh, I think you've got to like praise him in terms of like the Corbiano situation. Everyone were crying out for you know for us to bring him in, and he's held him off, and he's held him off, and then he's put him in, and he's obviously uh, you know everyone thinks he's like best thing since sliced bread. Um, is that you, you could argue that we should have played him earlier. But on the flip side, you could argue that is he playing like that because he's, he's not put him in as, as early. Yeah, exactly, and the building up the hunger for him, the desire and all that jazz. But then also, another thing with him is, because how old is he? I don't know exactly how old he is. I think he's 19. Yeah, so he's a young, young lad. And that's obviously, I think, 
again, not, I think, more fans. The fans prefer him, would prefer him to be on the pitch than not. But like we said, his complaints earlier, end product, blah, blah, blah. But then there was that one run yesterday where he's burst through the middle. Oh, yeah. And I said to you, should have finished, finished it. But yeah. I've not seen that from Shadipo, not once. So would you rather have someone on the pitch who could be a bit hit and miss, but then can produce that one spark of brilliance the moment of magic you've seen the goal against Sunderland as well but yeah. then at the same time from Moore's perspective if he starts playing him every game and he thinks oh I'm a shoo in this team is that good for him as he's for us as a team because he's complacent or he thinks he's getting a team every week yeah yeah or does he need that reality because he's a young lad so there's also that to consider so yeah and these, these things like you know Johnson left centre back everyone thought I mean it, it obviously got <laughs> Everyone said it was the biggest what the fuck moment last week. Um, but again, <laughs> one of them when, when we spoke about not leaving the game early, I nearly left when I saw the team sheet on that game. <laughs> game played oh, yeah, the traffic. But, but the thing, is, it, is it not again another a testament to Darren Moore that he's, that he's put him there? And well, he's obviously seen something, or yeah. whether even you don't know whether even Johnson's going, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a pop. And he's worked with him to, yeah, like, or he's seen something in him. You don't know which way around it is, but I mean, you've got again, you've got you've got to give him a, a bit of a bit of credit. I mean, it's easy to slag people off when things go wrong, isn't it? It's yeah, easy of to, it is. yeah, yeah. We, we do it on the podcast. You know, what I mean, someone's had a bad game, and we and we give them pelters. And it, sometimes it's very difficult to to give someone praise, especially when at the end of the day, it's it's almost like if the team plays bad, it's the manager's fault. But if then the team plays well, it's it's down to individual performances like yeah, Barry Bannon. Yeah, yeah. Is is that not? You know, it's very difficult for a manager to get that sort of that sort of praise. But I just wanted to bring it up because I, I think you know we are in a decent run. You know, twelve games unbeaten. Yes, like, like I said, there's a lot of draws in there. But last game we lost were Oxford in the league. Like that were ages ago. It feels like ages ago, doesn't it? Do you like, know what I mean? We've only lost three games at all, on the whole this season. Mark my words, like in, when you watch look at a league and you look at it all pans out and stuff. Yes, Rotherham have twenty games unbeaten there seemingly running away we although they're only seven points ahead of us which doesn't seem like for the for the dominance that they've had it doesn't seem like a a massive no, no. um a massive gap to to bridge you know to bridge but obviously we've still got to play them as as well um a team that's at the top come christmas uh, someone's you know, even you know obviously me being a statue i've probably not looked but you know Teams do have bad days. Plymouth, they're yeah, on, they're on a bit of a bad run. Well, we're level on points with them now. Put it this way: I mean, yeah, it would be lovely to be top. It'd be lovely to be top of the league and to be saying that. But but being top of the league come Christmas isn't worth anything. You need to be at top of the league come the end of the well, season. Yeah, and I think and the thing is, you look at it like the o four o five season. We squeaked the playoffs with a late run. Yeah, uh, Bolton last Bolton. Yeah, they were in relegation zone at Christmas, I think. And you just look at these runs, and we're in one of them runs now. And if you keep it going, well, through Christmas, like we were saying, obviously we'll, we'll, talk, we'll come on to the next few games, but, you know, we ex- we should win two of the next, what, I can't remember, what what, what have we got coming up? We were yeah, we've got, Ac- we've got, we might as well talk about it now. We've got Accrington Stanley on Saturday, uh, and then we've got uh, Burton on Boxing Day yeah. as well, and then it's Sunderland. Uh, and then Shrewsbury is the one at New Year. Yeah, New, so the New next year. two games, I'd like to, you know. Well, they're both at home, aren't they? We've said, yeah, how many times have I said, yeah, win yeah. your home games and draw your away yeah, games? Yeah, and we should, and they're not like, like we're saying, these teams, I know, I know the ones lower mid-table, anyone can beat anyone in this league on the day, like, but at home, 
that's six points for me. Of course it, it has I mean, to be. Accrington, I didn't realise how high up the, the league Accrington Stanley were. They're the, t- the, the 10th at the moment. I thought they were struggling, but um, since we've uh, since we played him, because it only seems like two weeks ago since we did yeah, play yeah. him away from home. And it's funny as well, by the way. I just look, just a weird thing here. So we're playing Accrington Stanley for the second time this season, but we haven't played Burton yet. Yeah, we're saying that, weren't we? It's Once, weird. Which is weird. I, I mean... <laughs> I don't pick the fixtures. I don't. I don't have anything to do with that. But and I'm sure it's a really difficult job. But I always thought you had to play everyone once before you played. Well, anyway, it doesn't really matter. That, that's, <laughs> what the, that's what the fixtures are. But uh, they had a win on Saturday. Bolton beat them one nil. That was at home. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Actually. Um, they've played five games since we've since we've played them. They've had three wins and and uh, and two draws. Mm. So they are unbeaten in those uh, in those last five games. I do believe. No, sorry, that's wrong. It's not two draws. It's two defeats. They've had um, five, <laughs> three wins and two defeats um, in the last five. Um, their away form is a bit mixed. Last five, they've won two, lost two, drawn one uh, away from home. Um, but that being said, we've all right. Look at the score, three two. It, it sounds like a bit of a close game, but that first half that we played against Accrington, we we showed then that you know the the difference in in terms of like the ability and, and things like that. And I think if they come to our place, it's a bigger pitch. I'd like to think it is because I think we have got one of the widest pitches in the uh, in the league. Uh, I'd like to think that we'd be able to sweep them aside pretty, yeah, you pretty convincingly. So. You'd hope so, I think so. I mean, um, in terms of like the players that you want to see in, I'd, I'd like to see Windass come in if, if possible. Yeah, um, yeah. Passing... I know we've spoke about him, but he'd probably give way. But then you've got Camberry who'll probably be chomping at a bit to get to get back in. I, I don't know um, if he would get a get a shout. Yeah, I don't know if you'd. It's weird, isn't it? Because I it's... mean, j- just one theory of that. So Dunkley, we obviously had a. Um, it were Saturday came up too quick for him, so you'd like to think that if everything goes according to plan, Shea Dunkley's back in the running. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Do, do you do you play Shea Dunkley against Accrington because we've just kept two clean sheets without him? Yeah, I play him. I play him purely because obviously we've played well. Um, well he's been solid when he's played, hasn't he? Yeah, it? yeah. And and you know what? We grafted against Portsmouth and um, we had Pato back there, a bit more presence. Do you know what I mean? I just think, and, and I'm not being, you know, I don't want to slate him too much, but they weren't much cop on yesterday, were they? So I just think... Well, who do you play then in that, in that back three then? Because... You've now got so you've you've got you've got Palmer, Brennan, yeah. and Johnson who's who've played. If you slot if you slot Palmer in a uh, sorry if you slot um, Dunkley in at centre back, that's Ooh, pa- Palmer's yeah, it's hard, that in it Palmer's pa- that's Palmer's position that he played last. So so now d- does Palmer play left centre back? But Johnson's come back in and he's and he's not really done anything wrong. And he can play a ball forward. Brennan, again, I mean, he? I mean, someone, uh, someone on Twitter is uh, referred to him as, as Brennan Bauer. Um, yeah, no, I think <laughs> I, I, it's difficult, I, isn't it? I think it might be Johnson, as horrible, as harsh as that sounds. Yeah, it might have to be Johnson because I think Brennan, like, he's been steady, hasn't he? He's yeah. not. He's not been. He's been good. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. There's, there's nothing, to, there's nothing to slate about him, is there? I don't think. Not really. I don't think he's put a foot wrong. I think against uh, against Wickham, I think he uh, he was getting forward as well. He got sometimes he picked the ball up and nobody coming anywhere near him, and he just you like shouting to him like, "Take it, go on, yeah, keep going, yeah. keep going." And I think he got a nosebleed a, a few times, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he's been absolutely fine. He's slotted in. You, 
if you watch, if you'd watch Sheffield Wednesday for the first time, if you're a neutral and you just and you just turned up and you've not you've not seen who, who's playing been playing before or anyone like that, it ain't gonna stand out and you're not gonna say, Oh, he looks like he's only played a few games. No, no, and I just think I don't think you can you can't drop Palmer for me. No. Uh, and what I was going to say was, do you think, I know he's been out injured, but the fact that Johnson has played well at yeah. centre-back, yeah. will it give him confidence to actually go and play on left-hand side? Well, it's funny uh, you uh, say With that. some confidence. Possibly. I mean, it's funny you say that. I was, I was looking on, on who scored, and I look at, you can look at like their uh, average playing position during the game, and Johnson was so far forward against Crew, Like, you, you got Brennan and uh, and Palmer who were pretty much playing. Palmer was playing quite deep, to be fair. Obviously, like that covering role. But he looked at Johnson. He was getting. He was nearly as as far up the pitch as as um, as Corbiano, uh, in terms of you know looking at their like average position playing position. He saw a few times Johnson get, getting forward as well and and trying to make something happen. So it's it's a difficult one. And you know we spoke about Darren Moore, and it's a, it's a decision that is. I don't want to be making that decision. No, you know no. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a good decision to have. Do you know what I mean? You, to have players, you know, Palm, uh, Dunkley, who's arguably been one of the better players, f- you know, this season, to be fair, coming back from injury. And, yeah, and I think he offers, obviously, the set pieces and stuff like that. You've yeah. got to have him in for that reason as well. Um, this is, yeah, just his aerial ability. Yeah. Not, not, not just at set pieces, just in terms of, especially, I mean, I don't know, Accrington in terms of their... You know, physical stature and and the style of play. Um, we we are talking to um, I forgot his name now. The Accrington Stanley Chairman. He's coming on the podcast for the uh, Oppo's View this week, so that'll be uh, that'll be a good one to uh, listen to. I, I will have remembered his name by the time I speak to him, so uh, that could <laughs> that could be quite embarrassing if I've uh, if I've forgotten his name. Um, but yeah, like I don't know what what they're like in terms of their strikers, but but yeah, it's it's certainly a decision that I don't want to be having to. Uh, having to make anyway um just another thing i just want to touch on um a bit, a bit, a bit different but just the contracts i were looking as well um there's quite a, a lot well a lot more players that were under contract that i thought that you know that, that i thought to be fair um but there are some players that are, that are out of contract in in the summer uh those that are out of contracts uh, hutchinson berahino hunt patterson luongo dunkley wildsmith Adedoyin, and then there's Nathaniel Mendes, Langan, Johnson, who uh, uh, I got this information off transfermarket.com. Uh, they didn't have any um, contract expiry dates inside of them. So let's just presume that they're out of contract uh, this summer. Out of them, is there any that you, you like absolutely nailed on that you want to keep for the next season? It depends where we are. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but even, even that into consideration, I'd keep tricky actually i'd keep pat owen dunkley yeah either way yeah dunkley's obviously shone last few weeks whatever else patterson as we mentioned earlier utility man he'll put you a shift in no brainer hunt last few weeks yes he's been good hasn't it yeah like i think he looks he does obviously and he's gonna he looks a bit leggy after 70 minutes but he's why was he thirty three? I don't know. For, for me, it's the it's the quality of the crosses that he's putting in. Oh yeah, the, the, the cross that he's putting in for Gregory, you know, it's on a plate for him. Oh yeah, oh, Gregory's had to do he's had to have a bit of, a bit of work to to get on the end of it, but he's put the ball in and it's a good cross and he's he's doing that week in but week out. He's got out. to be the last four games he's played, I think. Yeah. So Hunt, yes, um, Hutch. 
Question mark over him, innit, really? I've literally got a question mark <laughs> on a piece of paper. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I've got here. I, I, I'm leaning to more, more towards now. I, to be fair, I am as well, to be fair. It's it's just the injuries. Like, you, you need someone that's consistent. And how long? He's been out for ages now. Yeah, like, and, I said, and I said it to you. The, the, the run, when he came back at the end of last season, yeah. is the best run we've ever had out of him without yeah. getting injured. Yeah. And everyone gives like obviously, as we've all we all know, I'm Lungo's biggest fan. But that's the reason he gets stick as well. Hutchinson's just as bad, he's just been here longer. Yeah. And he's been in better so I've mentioned it before, but same with Lungo. So I've got a uh, probably yes over Lungo if he stays fit for the rest of this season. Yeah. I'd I'd but with Hutch it's just <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? Because, like, oh, when he's on the pitch, he's class and whatever else. I mean, he then, is. I mean, and he is a class player. And he's like, probably on, and obviously it's something that we have looked at as well. He's probably on less wages now that, than what he was before. But would you sign him on a pay-as-you-play or, uh, um, I don't know, or he, he might want to look, he's probably someone who wants to probably look into going at coaching at Wednesday. I don't know, because I don't know what his, probably, what his yeah. aspirations are. But yeah. I think you could see him as a, as a coach. So do you... Uh, Player coach know. kind of yeah, type yeah, role yeah. thing. Yeah. Put him somewhere in the youth setup, and I don't know if he's not fit, he can be doing that as well as whatever. I don't know, but I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm more towards a no on Hutch. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's other ones on that on that list as well. I mean, Adedoyin, not seen anything of him really, have we? So I can't really. They'd probably give him another year, wouldn't they? Like quite he's... quite possibly, or is he perhaps one that needs to go out on loan? Yeah, some, yeah, exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, Obviously, Nathaniel Mendes Lang, we haven't seen anything of him. I can't really you know, make uh, make comment on on him. Johnson, uh, I, I don't know if his contract's up at the end of the season. Like I said, it had a, it had nothing next to his name, so I can only I'm, I'm just presuming that he was given a one year deal. I don't know if he has. It might be two. Um, he's someone. He's straight. He's strange. Not sure again. for me at the moment. Yeah. See, so see how the rest of his season goes. <laughs> I don't want to sit don't, on the, I don't want to sit on the fence on all, all of these, but it is pretty much like. He's playing well, but again, like I mentioned about Patterson, like we, I feel like we've got better better players in that position. And to be honest, if we're looking at January transfer window, the summer transfer window as well, he would be a player that I would probably replace with someone else. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of he's been put in there makeshift, and he's done well and great. You know, but but I feel like it's not where we want him to be playing, is it? There's better players out there than than, yeah. than Marvin Johnson at left centre. Like if he, if, mate, if he if he ends up playing on the left or the right on the wing and ends up blazing it for the rest of this season, see what happens. But now nah, I'm probably more towards... He's better play. Not Nothing against him. I think he's done well, but I think there's better players out there in that position that we should be looking for, to be fair. Um, Berahino, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about him. That's absolutely fine. Uh, we'll still skip on that one. Um, the other one, Wildsmith. That's a tricky one, that one, because obviously the, we, we've got two goalkeepers... I mean, uh, I think Dawson's signed, I think he's even for another two years, I think it is, to be fair. And then there's Wildsmith as well. Obviously, Bailey Peacock, Farrell, who pr- probably is going to go back to, well, to, to Burnley. Back, yeah. um, but on that Peacock, Farrell one for, for a minute, do you not think, if, 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 big if, we get promoted, do you not think he's perhaps one that Burnley would let us have yeah, again for another say, season? I was literally just going to say the same thing. If we go up, the chance we might have him on loan again, but... We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like count, you know, count chickens before they've action and and what have you. So but yeah, at the same back time, on to I don't know what is it, the, the goalkeeper position is hard, isn't it? Because it's mad because obviously 
what each team has three maybe two yeah, yeah. higher the I mean, higher you go up they have three or four or whatever but it's mad how many bad keepers there are to say that it's uh, it's like I know the bit at the same time like I don't know what I'm kind of rambling on a bit here but Wildsmith's steady and we know he's steady it just yeah. depends what he wants to do I imagine Wednesday will offer him a year or two it probably depends on who we can bring in I suppose if Dawson's already here um, it depends who you know if B got foul stays and I, I, you don't you don't know what's going to happen but I mean purely based on his performances this, so far this season He's not played a great deal. When he's come in, he's done all right. All right. Hartlepool, he had an absolute howler, an absolute shocker. Um, but so did much, you know, most of the team, to be fair. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think with, jo- with Wildsmith, with Joe Wildsmith, I think we just need to move him on. I think, I don't know if that's been harsh, but he's what, 25? Tw- he's, he's not young. He's, he's older than Beacock Farrell, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's he's getting on a bit. Well, he's not, right, no, he's not getting on a bit. That's probably wrong to say. <laughs> 26-year-old getting on a bit. But he's, I, th- I just think we can do better than Joe Wildsmith. Yeah, That's I mean, nothing against him. He, he's, you know, I'm sure he'll go on to another club um, and, and get, you know, and get a contract elsewhere. I just think that, like you said, depending on where we finish and even if we don't go up this season, I don't think Joe Wildsmith is the answer in between the sticks because if he was, we wouldn't be playing. Yeah, no, fouls, no, I, I mean. just mean for, you know, you've got to think of squad depth as well. I don't know. I'm not, I, I, like I say, I wouldn't have him, I wouldn't have him as my first choice keeper. No. Which is it. He's not, all, like, he's not awful, he's useful. We know he's reliable, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just before we uh, before we wrap up, um, I just found I don't know why I got onto this, but I was looking at the wages. Now um, I'm on salarysport.com. I don't know how reliable it is, so don't quote, <laughs> don't quote us on this. Like I said, it could be it could be a mile off, but there might be some true truth in it. But there are a couple of things that just that just uh, stood out for me. Um, first of all, Bailey Peacock filed his reported wages of twenty eight thousand pound a week. Now I don't know how much of that we're paying. Um, and how much Burnley are paying? Obviously, you know sometimes when you take them on loan, you pay a sort of percentage. Yeah, of that's because that's what wages. I was looking at. Um, Corby, I know he's about four hundred quid, I think, in here, something like that. Well, that's what I thought. I thought is that the percentage we're paying? Or? I've no idea. For those listening, Corby, I know is that six hundred pounds a week. His contract is. I presume that's what that's his contract at, at Wolves, because. You know, he's only a he's only a young kid. I think he signed that contract. He signed a three year deal in twenty twenty. Right. So he was only gonna be an eighteen year old kid. Um he's probably just you know, that's probably just the, the going rate for a for an unproven eighteen year old. Um I mean just f- uh, so top on that list is Bailey Peacock Farrell. Barry Bannon, obviously he's gonna be the you know, he's the highest paid contractor to Sheffield Wednesday. He's on twenty one grand a week. A mere just just over one million pound a year, by the way, just to uh sometimes when you hear the wages, I don't really like think how much that is a year. Yeah. yeah. One million pounds, fuck me, like at thirty one year old. Now the third one, the third the third name on this list shocked me. Callum Patterson is the is the third highest paid player at Sheffield Wednesday at the moment. Windass, isn't it? The, the 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 seven rated man. The, the player that doesn't, we don't, we don't even know what his best position is in the club. <laughs> he's, he's paid more than any, any than, uh, than nearly all of the, the rest of the squad, which I thought was, uh, you know, that was, you know, something I didn't expect. 
Uh, Josh Windass, 12 grand a week. I kind of expected that. I think I thought he would be one of the more highest, you know, higher played paid players. Is there anyone there that, that stand out for you? Well, I think we we probably mentioned it a bit earlier, didn't we? Mr. Berahino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sido Berahino, £7,600 a week. So uh, just to say, just to like, he's, that's more than Uch, um, Jacon, Jacon, Gregory. That That's the one that stands out for me. Lee Gregory is only on five grand a week, which... <laughs> only. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Like, this is the world of football that we're, that we're living. I mean, it would it would have been nice for Giles to be here just to... Uh, just to, you know, when we are when we are discussing uh, you know this sort of thing, but yeah, five grand for a goal scorer that we're talking about could be scoring twenty goals a season, which I know we're not a one man team, and I know there's more players in a team than just a striker, but you know to to score twenty, you know potentially score twenty goals a season, we on only on five grand a week is it's mad, really. But I mean, it's not. It, then again, we're saying this, and but what's the what's the rest of the league one on? Because that's what he he. Uh, David Artel, yeah, he, uh, he referred to as the Real, Madrid, he, yeah. the Real Madrid of League One. That's what I liked on the uh, EFL show roundup, whatever it's on Quest. At oh, the yeah. end, he was like something about Darren Moore's Galacticos or something. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's quite true. But, but no, yeah. that, I mean, what I'm saying is, like the like we're saying, oh, only five grand a week for Gregory. You know, I bet like in Cambridge are playing people. Well, temp. It says here ten million pound we pay on wages a year, hundred and ninety four thousand pound a week on wages, which it's a lot of money, isn't it? When you think about it, like you you, you don't realise that that you know when when we talk about Chancery and stuff like that, you know the money coming in and stuff, and when we were speaking about like the season tickets that you know th- those season tickets bring in what what did we say about four million pound? That's not that doesn't even cover the wages for the for the players like where where's the rest like where's the rest of the money coming from i know it comes from gate receipts and stuff like that and and those stale pies and the flat pints and <laughs> and, and, all the, and the and the shirts that are too big and that come out in december instead of uh you know, and, and, and the away shirts that have only got different you know, only got like really big sizes left and i mean i could go on and on and on uh, about the commercial side and and things actually on shirts by the way the competition's still running um, oh yeah so if you want to uh, head over to our Twitter at WTID pod, um, it's, I think it's pinned to the top of our profile. If it's not just scroll down a bit, I've retweeted it a few times, but all you've got to do is like um, the post, retweet it and follow us on Twitter. Uh, and then the draw is on Wednesday. So you can win yourself uh, a home or an away shirt of your, of your choice. Um, if you, you know, if you are lucky and and win, so yeah, get involved in that. Why not? Obviously, it's a bit of me just giving giving back to uh, to all you listeners. We've obviously surpassed the hundred episode mark, and uh, we're you know closing in on the the one year anniversary of the of the podcast. So yeah, thank you to everyone that does uh, that does listen. Um, yeah, anything else you've got to say, Liam? Before just we wrap just it up? in a quick comparison, I just had a quick look on this website. Go Rotherham on, Rotherham's wages. Oh yeah. Three and a half million a year. Well, that's like three times. Well, three. T- we our wages are three times more than Rotherham. So that's just. I just wanted. Who's, to who's their highest paid player? Just out of uh, someone else who's currently stealing a living. Oh, uh, yeah. Will Grigg. Really? How much mm. is he on? Six. So they So <laughs> so Barry Bannon is on what four and a half, four and a half times 
they're uh, they're highest paid players. That's, that's, yeah, it's um, is what it is, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I just I just wanted some like you say. Because find, find someone else. Find <clears throat> find an Accrington Stanley quickly. It'd be interesting to see what the difference is. You know, from like the you know the highest. I mean, when Cambridge was a was an example that their um, their leading goal scorer that obviously went on to Wrexham um, in the summer. He openly admitted that Cambridge wouldn't have been able to pay his wages, so that's why he um that's why he obviously moved on. I'm looking at Accrington just for uh It's A. It starts with A, Leah, if you're <laughs> to, just uh, if you're trying to find it alphabetically. <laughs> yeah, I know you might one, struggle one, with that. One point eight mil. One point eight that's a bit more than what I perhaps thought to be fair. But when you look at where I paying ten, that's like five times uh five times more in terms of in terms of wages. It just yeah, it was just I just wanted to know, like you say, because when you go, oh, it's such and such a week, you don't really think it's X million a year or whatever. But of course you don't. Of course you don't. Right, we're gonna uh, gonna wrap it up there. Thank you again for for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the episode. Uh, just one change as well in terms of obviously on Friday we usually do the debate show. Um, this week it's gonna be on Thursday night. Um, put a poll out, see if more people would perhaps listen on an evening as opposed to a Friday lunchtime, which. People said they would, so uh, yeah. Head over to Twitter on Friday night, eight o'clock. Sorry, Thursday night, eight o'clock. Uh, join us on there. Um, we can, have, you know, can uh, talk about anything that you want, Sheffield Wednesday related. Uh, get involved. Should be a should be a good crack, and hopefully, Giles will be able to uh, join us on Thursday night if he's put his kids to bed and if he's done whatever else. Uh, for those wondering, he's not here because he's on his um, Christmas do today. So um, I'll have to ask him how that that went on. I've not asked him if it's fancy dress or not. I know no, sometimes be interesting to uh, <laughs> just what, what if if Giles Cook was going fancy dress, what do you think he'd go as? Can you see him in a Spider Man outfit? <laughs> Batman, maybe. Do you, think, do you think he's one of those like you know, superhero, or is, he, or is he perhaps one of them ones? I don't know. I don't know if actually, I don't know if he'd proper go to town on a fancy dress. Or I don't know. What, what do, you, do you go for it? Fancy dress? No, I'd, you, I'd rather not, I'd rather not bother. <laughs> Do you know when people said to me, you're fun at parties? <laughs> Do you fair, I can't remember last time I went fancy dress. Things I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably think I look really good fancy dress, but I'd probably just bail out and go for like the morph, morph suit or something like that. That's like, that's that's a bit of a cop out of that, isn't it? To be fair, it's, I'm not, I'm, I'll do it, but I'm not overly... I know there's people who like love it, don't they? Like, of course they do, yeah, yeah. we all makeup and stuff like that and proper good at town and uh, some do look really... Uh, Really good. Do you see the, the what, what game where that guy dressed up as the uh, as an owl? What we'll get, oh, that, that were at home, weren't it? As well, I think that was Oxford, weren't it? When we played, <laughs> when we played Oxford, that was the, that was the, that was the game. And they were running down front. Of it. <laughs> that was the game where that guy walked onto the pitch, oh, weren't it? In, God, the gray, yeah. in the grey tracksuit and absolutely uh, ailed. <laughs> yeah, you were absolutely spanned in, weren't it? To be to be fair, um, but yeah, if you want to get in touch with us as well, it's. Uh, at WTID pod. Um, obviously we spoke about the contracts. We want to know what you think as well. Uh, out of those, the list of those players that we mentioned, who of those would you sign on a new deal and who would you just uh, let go as well? So uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And uh, if you enjoyed it, please leave us a review. Cheers guys. Cheers, man. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.